Good evening, everyone. Um, tonight's one of those nights I'm a little... Um, I wish we had an hour together to walk through tonight's readings. Sometimes when the church puts together readings, I'm not sure what they were thinking. Tonight, I'm like, I wish we had two hours to just walk step by step through this. Um, whoever put together tonight's readings was absolutely genius. Um, and they're picking up on themes that go all the way back to Origen, who saw so many of the connections between the three readings tonight. Um, so we'll do our best. I won't keep you here past eight. I promise you'll get home. Um, I want to talk to you tonight, and I want to challenge you about are you actually trusting God? Are you really trusting God? Are you not just saying, I believe it's true, and kind of on the sidelines? Tonight, our readings want to challenge you and me to trust Him. Right? To really take that, that next step where we let go of ourselves and we, we allow our hearts to trust Jesus. So my brother, I was thinking about that theme of trust. When I was in high school, my brother taught me how to rock climb. Uh, and my older brother, Sean, our first time, you know, he took me, he had got some equipment, he had been climbing for a while, and the first time he ever took me rock climbing, he's like, well, let's do a rappel first, right? It's kind of like trust falls, you know, you rappel off a cliff. So we went up Deer Creek Canyon, which is close to our house, and right on the side of Deer Creek Canyon on the road uh, was the first place I biked by it all the time. I was looking at it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember, that was really scary. And my brother had us rappel off the side of this cliff right over a giant overhang. Terrible decision. Like, absolutely terrible. I, I, you're, you're backing up just a bit, and you can feel the cliff behind you and you're holding on, and you're just hoping that your brother is smarter than you think he is, and he actually knows how to tie knots, and thank God he did. Now, Sean's gotten much better at this. Now his family, they go rock climbing, and I got to go with him like a month ago, and it was so beautiful watching my six-year-old niece, who completely trusts her father, and she's climbing up these huge walls in this rock climbing gym, and she knows that her father is trustworthy. God wants to show you how trustworthy he is. But brothers and sisters, you cannot learn to trust him. And he cannot show you that he's trustworthy if you don't start climbing. If you refuse to take that first step onto the rock, right, or if you're repelling, if you refuse to take that chance and say, okay, God, I'm going to back up. I'm not sure that I totally trust you yet, but I'm going to take a chance. If you don't do that, you'll never experience God's faithfulness. When I was a focused missionary, the way we used to say it is that it's really hard, right? It's really hard to balance a bike if it's not moving. If a mom or a dad is teaching their child how to ride a bike, if you don't get on and start pedaling, your parents can't show you that it's going to be okay. So tonight, all of our readings are about this. 
So in Genesis 22, we had the, the sacrifice of Isaac tonight. And what most people don't know, we just read that chapter, and we're like, man, this is so weird. You know, like Father Brian's like, you know, trust God if he calls you up on a mountain and does ask you to do this. That's not what it's about. In Genesis, where we're at right now, Genesis 22, if you don't read the story, you miss this. God has called Abraham to trust him seven times. This is the seventh time. And it begins in Genesis 12, where God calls Abraham. He says, okay, Abraham, you've got to leave behind your family. You have to leave behind your life. You have to come follow me. If you don't take a chance on God, he can never show you how trustworthy he is. If you don't risk something, right, if you don't put yourself out there and say, God, I will leave back behind me something in order to take a chance on you. If you don't do that, he'll never show you that he is trustworthy. So seven times God visits Abraham. And tonight's first reading is the culmination. And so Abraham had, he didn't start there. Right? Just like my nieces, when they learned to rock climb, my brother's gotten better about teaching trust to his kids, thank God. He didn't start them off this huge cliff where they're repelling backwards. He learned step by step to get them to trust him. And so tonight we reach the culmination point. Abraham has been walking with God 25 years at this point. And he's done well sometimes, and he's completely failed others. But through thick and thin, through up and down, what Abraham has learned is that God is faithful. And what's so cool tonight, what ties all this together, there's two big things that tie this together. I was reading the, the Greek Old Testament. I know you were too today. Um, and you probably saw this. I'm such an arrogant jerk. But, but when, when, they, when God speaks to Abraham here, there's two things that, that foreshadow our other readings. The first thing is that God, it says, after these things, God tested Abraham. And he said to him, Abraham, he said, here am I. He said, take your son, your only begotten son whom you love. In the Greek, what it says is it says, it uses the word agapetos twice. Agapetos in Greek means my beloved one. And so God here, he says, he says Abraham, take your agapetos, right? Take the person who means everything to you. And if you know Abraham's story, the whole story of Abraham, Abraham has everything he needs, right? You ever try to buy something for someone who has everything? Abraham has everything. He's a rich man. He has had a full life. He has everything. And what he says to God, God says, I'm going to bless you. He says, Abraham, I want to bless you. And Abraham says to God, he says, what are you going to bless me with? I'm an old man and I have everything and I do not have a son. And so God gives Abraham a son and that son is his everything. Isaac is Abraham's 
agapetos, his beloved. This is the same word that God the Father uses in Mark chapter 9 in the Transfiguration. He turns to Peter and James and John and the Father speaks and he says, this is my agapetos, my beloved one. Listen to him. And so Abraham has this connection with God the Father where the, the one that he loves more than anything, right, is present in both of these readings. And then our second reading from Romans ties it together. Romans 8.31, St. Paul says, What shall we say to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? You ever feel like God's not in your corner? I know you felt that way. Right, here's that trust issue. For me, right, as a priest, there's days where I'm like, Jesus, are you really for me? Are you really in my corner? Do you really have my back? Can I trust you? Are you trustworthy? What can we say to this? If, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his only son, but gave him up for us all. Well, Paul says he did not spare his only son. He's directly quoting Genesis 22. It's the same word in Greek. It's, I wrote it down. I can't remember this one. Uh, it's from Deomai. Um, and it's used in both in Genesis 22, 22.12 and Romans 8.32. I know you wanted to check. Same word. Paul is quoting the binding of Isaac. And the whole point here, God has laid Ab or led Abraham step by step to say, Abraham, do you trust me? Do you know that I'm going to be there? Do you know that I am in your corner? Do you know that I am for you? And Abraham gets to a place where he trusts God so much, he says, I will hand over my beloved one. The one who is my everything, I will give him to you, God, because I trust you that much. God has to trick us sometimes to trust him. And so tonight, brothers and sisters... God will hand over his beloved son, Jesus, on the cross. The transfiguration, he wants the apostles to learn to trust him. They're taking a step on that road. And there's just one simple question for you tonight. Are you on the road? God can't show you that he's faithful to you if you're not risking something for him. If you're on the sideline watching and waiting for God to make your life perfect, you will never learn that he is faithful. But if you take that chance, step by step, he'll lead you. He'll show you he's trustworthy. He will get to a place, brothers and sisters, where he has offered his son for you and where you will learn that you can trust him with anything. And so Jesus, tonight we ask for that kind of faith. Lord, may I get off the sideline. May you call me once again to walk with you, 
to risk something, to leave something behind. Jesus, may all of us tonight in our faith, Lord, may we know that we can trust you.